Welcome back, everybody, to the Nosebleed Sports Podcast. I'm Chris Witt. Alongside me, as always, is Mr. Adam Schmidt. Adam, how you doing, buddy? Doing all right. This is going to be a different one today. This is going to be a little different. So uh, uh, we have decided, like most of the world, I think, that uh, we are going to dedicate uh, a full podcast to uh, the greatness and the legend of Kobe Bryant. That's right. Yep. So um, uh, this is uh, this is, to start off. I guess I would like to say that uh, I would like to say that I am. First off, it's not just Kobe and his daughter that died in the in the helicopter. We want to always, you know, think that when tragedies happen. But with this being a sports podcast, with the world that we live in basically being a sports podcast, uh, that's obviously what we're going to talk about the most. Definitely. Uh, and, and I don't think we have to go through the whole thing, but um, as everybody knows, you know, Kobe and his daughter and seven other people were killed in a helicopter crash on Sunday morning. And uh, so that's what we're here for. And um, that's what we're going to be doing. So, I mean, I think the the way to start it off really is how did you find out? Where were you? Where were you? How you found out? I kind of like that because, you know, when you, you think back on crazy things in your life that have happened, right? Like, you know, you have you have the... Um, you know, the World Trade Center deal, at least in our lives, that's kind of the right. big one I always think of that I really remember where I was of when it happened. And I'm not going to lie to you, this was probably going to be one that I could always tell you where I was and what happened. I was at uh, Parker. My son was had, an, had a lacrosse, uh, a lacrosse try not tryout, um, I don't know, practice, I guess, or preseason practice thing. Anyway, uh so he was getting started, and there's a fella who comes over, and he says, Chris, did you hear Kobe Bryant died? And I said, shut up. No, he didn't. What are you talking about? And he goes, yeah. Yeah, Kobe just died in a he just died in a helicopter accident. And he said it all nonchalant. And I was like, dude, LeBron just beat his record yesterday. This kid doesn't strike me. I've only I've only met him a few times before this. He, he didn't strike me exactly as, you know, the sports enthusiast. Okay. <laughs> so – uh, he obviously knew that I was, uh, when he told me and, and I was like, dude, you got, you, you must've been looking at something wrong. You probably caught something that was more of a joke or something towards the fact that he, that LeBron just jumped him for number three on the scoring list, right? right. All time scoring list. That's the first thing I said. And he goes, man, I, I'm not kidding you. And I grabbed my phone and there's not a single alert on my phone. Mm-hmm. And I said, it's impossible. My phone would be going crazy right now, and it wasn't. And uh, I pulled up Twitter, and that was blowing up. Floodgates opened, and uh, that's when that's when I found out. And at first, it was Kobe, and they thought that, and there was five people. The first thing I heard was was there was five people that died, and they thought it was Kobe and his four daughters. Yeah. That was the first thing that I started hearing, and I'm like, "Oh, whoa, what the? You got to be kidding me!" Obviously, uh, we had bit, we were going to be there that till like five five thirty or so, and I think this was at about probably about three o'clock when I heard this. Uh, and and obviously from there we found so many things out. What about you? I was uh, I had just come home. 
um, and I was really, really tired for some reason on, on Sunday. Um, so I sat on the couch. I had a whole bunch of work to do, uh, and then I was going to be playing basketball that night on Sunday night for the first time in five months. Wow. And uh, so I was like, man, I'm so tired. I never take naps. But I thought, you know what? I think I'm going to take a little maybe 30, 45-minute little nap here, middle of the Sunday afternoon. So I turn on the TV when I come in the house and uh, lay on the couch, and there's um, it's uh, Indiana and who was Indiana playing? Yeah, Michigan State, wasn't it? No, no it no, was no. Uh, Maryland. Maryland, <sighs> Indiana. Because yeah. Maryland made a crazy comeback in that game. Maryland was down by like seven with a minute left. I was watching the same thing. Anyway, go ahead. So, yeah, so there was about six minutes left, I guess, in the game, and it was like a six-point game at that point. So um, I was like, oh, this is a close game. Maybe I'll just hang in there and see if this thing, you know, something crazy happens at the end. So I uh, so I had it going, and, and I finished watching that game, and I'm like, okay, I'm, I've got maybe like 25 minutes now. I'm going to try to – just going to try to fall asleep here on the couch. And right before I did, as soon, so the game got over. They went to commercial. And golf was coming on next. They went to one commercial. I think it was one commercial. They came back in studio, and I was like kind of half paying attention. Sure. But they came back into studio and said, and like the you know the the guy in the studio just started talking or whatever. And I just glanced up at the TV, and they had a picture of Kobe, and it said nineteen. I think it was seventy eight to two thousand twenty. And I was like, what exactly? And I was, and so the first thought I had was, okay, what channel am I watching and what show is this? Yeah. Because I, no, there's not, there's, I wanna, that, there's I, no way. I want to make sure I can believe and trust whatever it is. So, and this was CBS. I mean, this was, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's as big a, a news network TMZ as you or get. Or right. some goofy that could just throw anything up just to try to make news. Right. So, uh, I'm like, oh my, oh my God. And about probably 20 seconds after that, I get the alert on my phone and about 10 seconds after that, my brother texts me and says, did you just see that alert come across? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I did, but I, is, this, is it real? I, 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 there's no way, right? Yeah. And so I did the same thing, got on Twitter. It was everywhere. The only thing, the yeah, only thing on there. Uh, yeah, and it was, it was crazy. And, and like you said, and, you know, I don't want to spend a lot of time on negativity around this whole thing but it was it was there were there were so many reports coming out so quickly because that's the that's the thing that that's going on now is everybody's got to be first and there we ended up finding out by the end of the day that there were so many incorrect reports and that you know to, to think that all four of it first of all there are five people it's kobe and his four daughters who's flying the plane yeah or the uh, helicopter, I mean. Well, I mean, to be honest, when it first happened, I thought Kobe was flying was flying the helicopter because I mean, you had <laughs> he's he, an amazing guy. But you had heard Kobe about Kobe coming to and from in helicopter from Colorado during his during, when he was having the, the whole scandal deal back then when he had to go to court and things, and he was leaving and coming two games in L.A. Well, and and they also said that um, 
he had been taking a helicopter just around LA for decades. That's for, what I mean. For twenty years. Yeah. Just it, just to go from one point to another in the city. Because it's faster than doing anything in the, LA. The four hundred five freeway is is you can live fifteen minutes away from something and it'll take you an hour and a half to get there. Yeah. And that's a real thing. I was just there over the summer and that's a real <laughs> thing. <laughs> and uh, but anyway, yeah. So he had taken he had done this a million times and he was we found out on his way to his daughter's game at I think it was at the Mamba Academy. And it was only, yeah, it was like, it was like 20 minutes from his house. For a, a helicopter ride, I think. Right, yeah. right. Um, so. <laughs> Which, I mean, helicopters aren't flying, you know, 60 miles an hour or anything like that. Yeah, I don't know. I, I from what I understand, and that's the thing about this <laughs> is we still, there. I, I think there's, there's still an investigation that going investigation's on. investigation is going to take a right. long time. Yeah, to figure out exactly what happened, why it crashed. It kind of stinks because the, one of the first things I heard was, you know, uh, the L.A., sheriff or whatever county that was it supposedly has the you know is one of the most known uh for, they've got multiple helicopters and they decided to ground all their helicopters that day because of weather conditions and the guy came whoever the you know the sheriff was or whatever came out and made that statement right away almost like now it's like oh man come on now it feel now now this has got to be some kind of uh controversy on this like it I don't need all that on top of it. Yeah. Turns out, uh, I, I don't think it's going to end up being quite that like that. And there was, we know that one of the few things we know about it is it may have had something to do with the weather. And there, there was a fog, there was a fog situation or whatever. And if, you know, that's a big deal. If, um, if, if that is the case where, you know, the sheriff's department decided to ground their helicopters, you know, who makes the decision for everybody else? I mean, yeah. <laughs> how many, how many everybody else's are there? One, right. maybe. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, in, <laughs> yeah. somebody in L.A., maybe not. Maybe there's a lot more. Who knows how many people were up in the air? The thing is, this is a professional pilot and there uh, you don't you can't just take a flight on a plane or a helicopter without all these safety precautions being sure. checked sure. before you go. So I'm sure everybody did their due diligence and it was, you know, I mean, can I see a shortcut maybe being taken because. Kobe's got to get his daughter, and by the way, two other girls, thirteen-year-old girls, yeah. and their parents to the to the game. Uh, sure, maybe, but they're gonna check if it's not compl- if it's not safe at all. They're not gonna fly, right? Right. Sure, and and I don't want to make this podcast about no, yeah. This I so one thing that I like to do. We talked on Monday, right? And buddy, I was having trouble. <laughs> I was having yeah, trouble even yeah. talking about anything, and I'll tell you, a big part of it was about the girls and, sure. and the fact that, you know, there is now, uh, there's now three little girls, and a wife that don't have a daughter and a and a sister and a dad, right? And it's not just Kobe's family; it's multiple other families that are now single parent homes. Yes. Um, but and I, I heard I heard a thing today from uh from uh, Dan Patrick and he said he's done he he's he, he wants to he wants to get over the grieving and he wants to start celebrating the life of Kobe Bryant of course I kind of like that yeah but there's so so there's a there's so many crazy things that happened okay in Kobe Bryant's life right absolutely so tell me what your number one the number when you think Kobe Bryant what the number one thing that comes to your head is uh, that whole Mamba mentality thing, the the, yeah. the drive and the motivation, I think, are the two words that I've been thinking about all day today, thinking about what we're going to talk about here. And drive and motivation are two things it, because since that 
since Sunday afternoon, immediately everybody started with the coverage. And that's all I've been taking in for the last four days. That's all I've watched and all I've done outside of working and coaching. And it's right. all I've done is take in. I've spent way – I've been up till 1, one thirty in the morning the last four nights just scrolling through Twitter and, and just looking at everything. And all the tributes, all the amazing tributes There's that people so put many together. Awesome things. So many, so many videos and pictures and just you know facts and stats and you know things. In, in but the stories, the stories that people told, players and media members who, especially the people who knew Kobe mm-hmm. really well, um, people's stories, their accounts of just interacting with him, um, and and really a lot of the media people I th- I thought was very interesting. Um, you know, Zach Lowe, a big NBA writer at ESPN, did a podcast with Ramona Shelburne and um, somebody else, and they were all uh, they were all talking about. She does the jump. She's the host of the jump. Oh yeah, I um, know what you're talking about. Anyway, um, little short girl. Yeah, uh, but they were talking about you know their interactions with Kobe and Zach Lowe told a story about how he was. It was a few years ago, and he gets a call like really late like three in the morning or something or gets a text at three in the morning or something like that and he said hey it's kobe call me and it was a number that he didn't have in his phone Mm -hmm. so he sent that number to ramona shelburne who he knew had kobe's number and said is this is somebody playing a joke on me she said no that's really kobe so he called him and he was thinking oh my gosh i i just either he either wrote a piece or did a podcast on and and um, was kind of like Dog and Kobe a little bit, and 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 talking about his how he thinks he's a little bit overrated as far as historical players go. Okay, and um, <laughs> which which I is could be fair. It, you'd have to listen to it, I guess, or read it. But um, but he was like, he's gonna yell at me. He's gonna be mad at me or whatever. And um, it it, it was nothing like that. Kobe said, "Hey, I want to um." I, he actually called to compliment him and said, hey, um, I think there's an issue in the media where people are just writing stuff about all the drama stuff and all the all the stupid stuff that doesn't matter. And he said, you do a lot of like X's and O's stuff. You like dig deep into the game. And, and he said, I love that. And I wish, you know, everybody else did more of that. Yeah. And he said, will you come – meet me um and we'll watch it was game five or six of whatever of the nba finals or one of the eastern conference finals games or something like that um you know the next couple days or whatever so so (laughs) he flew to he flew to la and and you know they were out of the playoffs or whatever so he sat he went into this conference room and to one of kobe's conference rooms or something like that and and sat there and watched and he said he walked in and uh Kobe's assistant or something brought in a six pack of beer and Kobe's like, you want to split this with me? And he's like, <laughs> and he was like, wow, I can't believe this is happening. Like I'm yeah. about to, you about know, to split, split a six pack and, and just hang out beers. and talk basketball with yeah. Kobe and break the game down. Yeah. So, uh, it was just stories like that. And a bunch of other, I think it was Ramona Shelburne that said, you know, she was pregnant a couple years ago and, and, um, Kobe, uh, Kobe would like text her a couple times and, yeah. and, and check on her and see how she's doing. And then she like, 
uh, text him when she was going to the hospital and he like sent her all these emojis yeah. and was all excited for her and stuff like that. But the L Duncan story, did you hear, did you hear her? I, uh, no, I saw a little like alert talking about it kind of, but I didn't I, really cold get to chills, man. That was, I'm that sure. was one of my favorites. She started breaking up. She saw Kobe. It was the first time she is the one and only time she had ever met Kobe. She saw him at the SP backstage at the ESPYs and said, you know what? This is her words. I got to get a picture with Kobe for the gram. <laughs> so she goes over and gets a picture and there's a picture of it. And she was pregnant at the time. Mm. And the first thing he said was, Oh, how far along are you? Do you know what it's going to be? And he said, it's going to be a girl. And he started talking about girl dad, being a girl. Yeah. Dad yeah, yeah. And That's, how great it was that. to be a girl dad. And he wouldn't have it any other way. And, uh, and you know, something like that, just, it just, yeah, it breaks. It, it broke her down. It, it's, I have twin girls. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know the fact that some who how did she say it? Some you know, she, he went down doing what doing the thing that he probably loved the most, trying to protect his daughter. You know that's what he was doing on the way down. And yeah, I've definitely had that. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, I, I I've I've I definitely had that vision in my mind yeah. for the last few days of. You know, what's being going through his mind there. and probably just grabbing his daughter and trying to protect her from being hurt and mm-hmm. just think, you know, not really knowing exactly what's going to happen, but knowing something bad's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just I can't cannot imagine and, and look the same with everybody else in that in that helicopter. You know, there were two other girls, like like we said, the same age as Gianna and yeah. And uh, had, I think one of them had one parent, and I think the other one had two parents with her or something uh, like no, that. Was, they both had one parent with them. Oh, okay. And then there was, uh, so it was Kobe, his daughter, another girl, his daughter, uh, and then another girl, and I think it was two moms or two dyads, I don't know what they were. And then two guys, uh, a, a college baseball coach right. and his wife. Okay, okay, maybe that's what I was thinking of. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I but I mean same for all those people. I mean they're they're I'm sure they're clutching their, you know, the people they love on on the way down and that's a crazy thing that I hope nobody ever 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 has to experience and uh it's just uh, oh, god, yeah. I, I just can't imagine it's terrible. anything worse than that. But um so when I think of Kobe, uh kind of for that Mamba mentality, I think of the Achilles game. Yeah. That's the one that I think of. I think of uh Kobe Bryant why are you passing the ball? I think I think Kobe Bryant uh get tearing his Achilles off of his no, I mean not off, but whatever <laughs> he did. He 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 had tore his Achilles. Right. And then going out and still shooting the free throws where anyone else and walking himself back into the locker room. Mhm. That's Walked a, over to the bench, back onto the floor on the opposite end, I believe, and then to shoot the free throws, made them both, I'm pretty sure, and then walked all the way off the floor and into the locker room, like you said, yeah. yeah. So, so the the other one, um, the other thing that I heard a story, which is this goes into the same thing, and I can't remember who told it, but uh, Kobe sprained his ankle, really severely sprained his ankle. He ended up being out for like, um, I want to say like two weeks, three weeks afterwards, it was severely sprained. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and he, he goes to, he, he comes out of the game and, and, uh, asked to be put back in the game. Yeah. And, and after the game, they said, uh, somebody came up to him and said, man, you've, you know, played severely sprained ankle and you tried and you played on that. 
why why and he goes i just kind of wanted to know what it, what that what it felt like to be hobbled that bad and still try to play through something and that was before the achilles yeah just crazy things like that that you hear jason williams jason williams second year he only played two years in the nba but it, maybe it was his first year i can't remember but jason williams gets to la early to get into the gym do you hear I was, this i was gonna tell this story this yes, is my so favorite one gets to the gym early to try to get some shots up knowing he's playing la and the lakers and Shaq and odom and fisher and the the uh, that 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 great la team that kobe played with mm-hmm. and gets to the gym early to get shots up and he gets there and kobe's there already sweating mm-hmm. and working hard he said not just running through the motions like game moves yeah. like like pl- practicing on his own hard yeah. and after about 45 minutes jason williams is done and, and kobe's still going at it and he sat there and watched him for another 20 minutes mm-hmm. and finally said i gotta go get a shower after the game goes over to kobe and says man you do that all the time man yeah how do you how do you stay out there? how you work you know I, I i think i work harder than just about anybody and he goes Oh no! I saw you come in the gym, and I didn't want you to think that anybody worked harder than me. Yeah, and I was like, "That is so great." That's 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 what I think of the the, the drive and the motivation. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Is that that story sticks out to me definitely? And um and I mean I've heard a million stories. And and when he retired, which was already three years ago, almost four years ago, yeah, um, there were a lot of stories about like like that, similar to that where. You know, he he might come into a uh, fly into a city and he gets there at, you know, one o'clock or two o'clock in the morning and he calls his his uh, trainer, Tim Grover, who was Michael Jordan's trainer and some other guys. And um, and, and he and he says, I'll, let's go work out, you know, two o'clock in the morning coming off a plane, yeah. you know, and he's got a game the next day or whatever. He's he's he was is driven and just he he was so uh aware of how hard he was working all the time and like you said like he said to Jay Williams he 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 never wanted to think that anybody could outwork him and and it was beyond the court too and we've especially seen that the last few years after he retired is the the work that he's put into so many other things he won, he won an he won Oscar, Oscar. <laughs> he won an this Oscar. dude won an Oscar like the first year that he was him and Karan Butler apparently were like super tight guys and and Karan Butler said he texted me when he retired and 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 we were texting back and forth I said man what the heck? what are you gonna do now basketball is what you do mm-hmm. and he said he said I'm I want to win I want to win an Academy Award I want to do and he started naming a bunch of stuff he wanted to do and he went out and start and he did it. He yeah he he's gonna do everything at a one hundred percent and he but you know he he spoke at one time they said he spoke like five languages and he could speak like five languages they weren't all fluent but he sure. could speak English and Italian fluently and Spanish really really well at yeah. least and then he there were a couple other things that he did well really they well. said they said one of the last games he went to was a uh, Mavericks game Maverick uh, Lakers Mavericks game and he was talking with Luka Doncic. Donkic, Donchik, whatever you say his name, mm-hmm. in his native tongue, like yeah. they were having a conversation, and yeah. and and that, the guy. So, all right, because I got so many things written down here that this is just going to go sporadically let, all let over be the all place. Over. It's let just going to be all over. That's place. why I didn't write anything down because I was I, I was going to, and I was like, you know what, I'm just going to take it all in, and whatever I can regurgitate, I'll do it. And so he he uh 
uh, what, 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 see, now I already forgot where I was going to go. Sorry. No. no, no, no. We're talking about speaking languages, speaking the different I, languages. And the Luca, and he saw Luca and all that. He, right. uh, I don't know where I was going next, but I'm just, <laughs> uh, I'll just, let's go, let's do this. Let's do this. Let's do this. Uh, did you see all the different things that people did for him? Right. So you got the 24 second, uh, back to back 24 second violations. Yeah. Uh, later on that same night, Sunday night, uh, there was two teams that took back to back eight second, eight second backcourt violations. Right. Um, and then uh, Rafael Nadal to his post uh, after after his tennis match was over, he had a Kobe Bryant jersey on. Oh yeah, yeah. And yeah. then uh, Neymar, mm-hmm. some famous soccer player in Europe, which I don't know, but apparently I've heard that name. He's apparently he after he scored. Uh, a one in 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 penalty kicks. He scored a goal. He walked up and threw the threw an eight up to the camera. Oh, I mean, really? that's the thing about about Kobe. That's what separates. Like there, basketball is a you know that's that goes everywhere. But he was a big enough star to to make that kind of presence felt across not just the country. But the world, like yeah. the world felt this. And it reminds, that's what I was going to say. It reminds me, uh, the only thing I can compare this to is Roberto Clemente, mm-hmm. right? Roberto Clemente uh, was going to his native, I don't know if it's Cuba or wherever heck he's from. I don't know. Nicaragua. Ne- wherever, yeah. And he was taking just just uh, medical supplies and stuff like that in a plane plane crashes and died. He had just hit his, he had exactly 3,000 hits. Yeah. And was no was being thought of as being one of the greatest players ever at that. I mean, he was later in his career, sure, but mm-hmm. when it comes to a top ten great player in an individual sport of all time, mm-hmm. passing away early and unexpectedly, yes, it's the only thing I can compare it to. Yeah, um, you know, we've heard so many. Uh, several uh, former superstars and stuff pass away. Most of the time, they're very old and uh, they just pass away because it's time or whatever. But even young um, guys that die, even if yeah. they're superstars and they die in their fifties and stuff like six, it's yeah, it's tragic. But dude, you, the 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 unbreakable, unbeatable Michael, the only other player with this mentality. You know, he was compared to Michael his whole career. Yeah, and he loved every second of it. Mm-hmm. And and we talk about LeBron and compare LeBron and Michael, and I've said it here. We've talked about it. They're not the same player. You can't really compare those two. They play different positions. I still think LeBron is the best player in the league at this moment in time and has been for the past however long. But Kobe passed it down to LeBron. You know, those two had their little thing that they went through with the puppets. My two favorite, my favorite <laughs> thing of all time when – when LeBron and uh, Kobe were going through the playoffs on separate sides, obviously East and West and those puppets. But anyway, Michael, the, LeBron doesn't have that, I'm going to kill you, I don't care what's going on in this world, the only thing I – but there, Kobe, <laughs> I'm going all around in a circle here. Do it. Kobe didn't care. I mean, his, t- his teammates weren't exact – didn't all love him. He wasn't always the best teammate. No. But the reason he wasn't is because all he cared about was winning, and that was literally it. Uh, there, you know, getting somebody, getting other guys going on your team in the beginning of the game, whatever. If that dude wanted to take it over, he was taking over whenever he wanted to. And Mike and Mike in the morning, well, that's it's not Mike and Mike in the morning anymore. 
Uh, Wingo, Golik and Wingo in the morning. And he said, uh, uh, Mike Golik was talking. He said there was a, he was talking to a guy about Kobe, uh, after on, on Sunday afternoon. And the guy goes, man, he started telling him all about Kobe and all the things that he had done. And the guy looked at him and goes, man, I bet, I bet his teammates loved him. And (laughs) Golik's like, well, actually not all the time. (laughs) Not at all. Yeah. He, he, he definitely had, I mean the, you know, the most famous, spat he had with teammate was Shaq Shaq, of course course. um but he that wasn't it I mean there there's video of him you know uh really trying to get under guy's skin and practice and stuff like that there was there was the time where that's Michael yeah and and Michael Michael did do the same thing famously right has been in fights he punched Steve Kerr in a face (laughs) in a practice right and and it was all about you know and, and look you know part of that you can say I don't care how competitive you are you're just kind of a jerk if you take it that far, and that's fine. I'm, I'm fine with that. But those two were on a different plane together uh, as far as their focus, their mental their mental toughness, and their mental focus on what it took to win and being just just outworking everybody and, and the, the, the process, which is, has been a buzzword, especially in Philadelphia uh-huh. for, for a long time. But yep. – but the you know what it takes the hard work that it really takes in outworking everybody um, to and the detail that's the that's the other thing about and it's it's funny I I would have said I promise you I would have said that if Kobe what didn't do a show called Detail on ESPN yeah. Plus <laughs> which is the reason I got ESPN Plus like two years ago or three years ago or whatever it was to specifically to watch that show because I was so interested in it because Kobe was. His his mind was what what I fell in love with, and and I'll just go ahead and go into beginning of his career. I did not like Kobe at all. Did not like number eight, mm-hmm. and um and, and so I, I had just started, and it's it, this is kind of a funny story too. But I just started kind of coming around and just at least appreciating and respecting how good he was. He was yeah phenomenal when he was you know like a few years into it, and most of mostly I wasn't I wasn't crazy about him in the beginning because he emulated Michael so much he everything the way he walked the way he talked the way he played the way he chewed gum everything sure was and it looked like it was on purpose it looked I'm like this guy's fake he's faking it he's trying to be Michael Jordan and that that bothered me number one maybe it was a little bit threatening to Michael to me I mean and and number two just be who you don't be fake in front of everybody right and it turns out he wasn't being fa- that That's he, it. Would, he was he was being real and it probably stemmed from it probably sure. came from sure. wanting to be like michael jordan and he, he said that in the beginning of his career yeah um but i didn't i didn't like him for that reason and he was cocky and he was brash and all that kind of stuff and he he came out his rookie year i think it was and said i'm gonna be as good or better than michael jordan and i'm like get this get this little 17 year old fool away from me, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and, and, and I, it was a few years after that, that um, I had just started to kind of like, okay, I gotta, I gotta at least appreciate how good this guy is. And I, that was right at the time when the whole thing about the Colorado stuff came out, when he messed around with the girl in Colorado and Denver. And I, I, Always, always, always associate a very specific vision in my mind with the moment that I found out about that Colorado thing. Oh, really? It is. You're going to love this. 
driving to Pittsburgh with you and your dad in the car. Really? Is that we, when we, we found were going that? to? Uh, it was shortly after I, PNC Park I, yeah, opened I, up. Yeah, I vaguely remember now. And yeah. we went to a, we were driving out to a game just to go to PNC Park. I'm not. I don't even think the Reds were playing. I I think it was Pittsburgh and somebody else. Yeah, I, I can't remember. We were just. But that's the reason we went was to go to PNC. And we Park. were in the car, and that came across the radio. And and I was like, well, I was just starting to to kind of be okay with the guy. Never mind now. Yeah. So then it took me a little bit of time after that. And then after that, that was really kind of separated his career. After he got through that, took ownership of it. You know, one hundred percent. It was it was dismissed. It was dismissed in court. It was kind of like settled out of court or whatever. She, no, no, she dropped it. I mean, it was dropped. And then she filed a civil. Was it dropped, or did the or did they? Did they throw? I maybe they, they settled did throw on it something. Out, but then it was it went to a second court, and that's when they had a settlement outside of yeah, outside right, of court. Right. Um. So anyway, uh, I mean, he 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 hooked up with that girl. Oh, no question about it, and he admitted that. And one of the things he said was, uh, you know, he didn't. Uh, I can't remember, man. I don't want to say this out of out of place, but I want to feel like I heard some. I heard I heard something where you know he was he was trying to explain how. You know, in his mind, he wasn't doing anything wrong. It was consensual, but he's not in her mind. So you, he had to be, you know, you, you got to, he was very careful with the way he explained the whole thing without saying, I did this. It was consensual. She came out with some other things about her that were a little shaky, but it was, it, it you know, he, he did a good job. I think he handled that as well as you can for the situation that happened. He did. And, and, and you started talking about that. And I realized I forgot that it was like a initially a, a rape allegation. Yeah, that's that was the whole. For, that's why it went to court. Right. And for me, I was just thinking about he was married to Vanessa. Not for very long either. No. Um, but, but he was, he was married and that's to me, he cheated on his wife. That's what I was thinking about. And you were starting, you were talking about that. I was like, Oh yeah, it was that was rape. the whole thing. Right. That's, that's why, why, that's court, why it went so bad. Listen, right. guys, NBA players cheat on their old ladies all the time. <laughs> it's famously talked about with a lot of people in the, in the sport, but I don't think th- it ever happens. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> this was a little bit different. This was different because it became a rape allegation. It did. And yeah. that's when it got thrown out of court and then sh- there was another suit after that that they settled it. But then after that, he kind of took he kind of took his life in a different direction. He took his career in a different. They were direction. in the finals that year. I mean, they were, yeah, he was he was flying. I don't know if it was a helicopter. <laughs> I want to say from back Probably. and forth that he would be in court in Colorado on that day on a on a day of a game, fly into L.A. or whoever they're playing, and go to the game, and the place would go nuts for him. I and mean, fly back and give you thirty five. <laughs> exactly. There you go. Um, but anyway, but it doesn't. I mean, it, uh, the thirty-five. You can throw that out the window if he was, if he really, you know, had, sure. had raped that girl. Um, that I, I wouldn't be celebrating him or anything. I don't no. think would yeah. be. You know, I sure. don't think people would be talking about him the same way. But um, anyway, I, I, I started to like, and it took me a little while. But he he changed. You know, he changed his number, became number twenty-four, mm-hmm. and started getting along in, in years. And he got into his thirties and. And he Won started championships. Yeah, and, and he and he started becoming uh, just a more mature person, and you could tell that, you know, in the way that he spoke, and he he got more and more into the intellectual side of basketball, and he got in, you know, way more into um, 
just just hearing him talk, it, it kind of reminds me of of listening to Joey Votto talk about baseball and about hitting. He he's really really calculated about what he says and how he says Man, it. Man, that is perfect. That is a perfect example of the way that they talk about their sport. Yeah, I'm and, not and, saying Joey Votto is is the Kobe Bryant of Major League Baseball because no, he's not even close. No. And, and you know but, what's funny is Joey Votto is a huge. Los Angeles Lakers fan because of Kobe Bryant. I believe that. I totally believe that. Um, the way they work, that work ethic, you hear the work ethic, man. That's Yeah, it, it is the work ethic and, and just the intellect. And that's what I fell in love with at the end of Kobe's career and especially afterward doing that detail show and just hear, doing more interviews and, and talking to, to people when he was more active on Twitter and that those kinds of things. Like I just loved listening to the man talk. Because he was a really smart person. Yeah, he was a very intellectual guy, and I, 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 I envy that a little bit. I like, I, sure. I, I want to be like that. But, but I, that's why I really like listening, listening to Joey Votto and Kobe Bryant and Steve Nash and the guys that are, that are like really, really smart. You know, guys about about their sport. about their sport and and, and other beyond things. It. I'm sure it is, yeah. and it has to be. But, and that's why I'm, I, I'm, I'm, I was impressed, and I was into. This, the other stuff he was doing, you know, he was he became a big advocate for women's basketball in, in, in the last few years. That was all his daughter. I mean, he straight said that was his daughter. He was trying to get away from the game of basketball. Mm-hmm. There, uh, I think it was Crown. Once again, I watched this whole thing with Crown Butler. I didn't realize how close him and Crown Butler were, but Kobe did a whole like they had a whole interview with Cody Kobe, and he was just talking about how how you do you the very few teammates come through come through your life that you just have this the second you meet him the second you're there you you have this uh connection with and he talked about crown butler and then they interviewed crown butler and crown butler said they they were texting and and kobe wanted to get away from the game Mm -hmm. he wanted to to get away from basketball and pursue these other things because he knew if he would if he would get back towards doing more with the lakers or doing more his passion for the game would pull him wholeheartedly back in and he wanted to focus on family and other things but he didn't he didn't have he a choice fo- he focused his, on family he did and that's that. it and his, he said his daughter pulled him back in you know you got the jimmy kimmel uh interview oh, that that's been awesome. playing everywhere so awesome, the story about the somebody says oh man don't you just want to have a daughter and his daughter's there and she's like hey don't you want to have a son yeah, yeah don't you want to have a son to carry on your legacy and he was and she looked up and she's like hey I got this. Yeah. I got this. Yeah, that's so and cool. To watch when oh man, the video, this is uh, so when you watch him and his daughter in LA sitting courtside and I don't know what it was, if it was the Hawks game because she was such a Trey Young fan and all that stuff, but uh he's sitting there and he's just talking he's just talking to his daughter about the game and looking out and pointing and she <laughs> and she just starts finishing his sentences and you the smile on his face god duh. yeah it's yeah that's the, that's the cool that's i'm glad that was that was the end like those are the last memories you'll ever have of him because it, it that's i think that's the kobe that he wanted to continue to be from because because he did spend so much time away from his family yeah. to concentrate on being the best basketball player. He wanted to be the best basketball player ever, and that's what he was trying to do every single day. And he was constant. That was his focus. And it's not like he wasn't a good dad or anything like that before. Well, he nobody retired. says that. I mean, nobody. Right. Not saying that at all. It's just the fact that he knew that he he 
dedicated so much of his personal time, not just the time that everybody practices and and does stuff like that, all of his personal time out during this during while he was playing was dedicated to basketball and that was it yeah so so he they, had four kids right. or three girls maybe at the time i don't know if how old is his youngest like seven months yeah uh, so so he had three girls at the time when he retired yeah. and and it was like you know it i'm sure he was a good dad when he was there because they show him watching the eagles in the super bowl did you see that watching the eagles in the super bowl and he's holding his little baby bouncing around jumping all over the place love yeah and the and the his retirement his last game before he retired against the jazz when he had 60 and he's he's Walking over and, and winking, you know, at the end of the game, yep. winking at his family and, and his yep. girls and stuff like that because he's that, got by the way, 58. ESPN put his la- that Monday that we when, when I called you. Yeah, I might have had a few cocktails in me at the time, <laughs> and it was tough for me to even talk about this because and that was right after it, so it was right. a little it was a little it was different. I, I it's been it's definitely easier today than I than it would have been if we would have done this on Sunday or Monday. There's, Absolutely. So um, anyway. Uh, ESPN played that last game. Yeah. And it's so cool to see a legend. And he's a legend now. I mean, Absolutely. maybe not now. Maybe he still was then. But the let's say the legend of Kobe Bryant, the last game to come out and play the way that he played. And I don't remember how many shots he took, but he got 50. 60 on 50 shots. There you go. But he took that. I mean, he's, I mean. He airballed three or four of them. I it was mean, his game, man. It was his game. And nobody cared. And I'll tell you the best story. Go ahead. Five other guys on that floor besides him were trying to make it his game. His four teammates, and Gordon Hayward, <laughs> and Gordon Hayward, <laughs> Gordon Hayward, who while he's shooting free throws at the end of the game is stepping into the lane on purpose in case he misses the free throw so he can take another one. <laughs> now that came out in the last few days and people were talking of about course. it. Of course, but if Gordon, you if you go back and watch it, yeah, and Gordon Hayward. People have asked him about it the last couple of days, and he said, I did not do that on purpose. Oh, he did? He oh. says he didn't do it on purpose, but now everybody's questioning, is he just saying he didn't do that on purpose to not get the credit? Yeah. So, you know. But you know what? You see in the not in the NBA, these guys, they're in the lane all the time. But, off the right. Up. So that's why there's a chance that he didn't do it on purpose. But I'll tell you, he made some horrible decisions with the basketball <laughs> in the, at the end of that yeah. game. They needed a yep. three to tie, and he took a two at the end of the <laughs> game. Yep. Took it all the way to the basket yep. and missed. Yep. I mean, uh, he, I, he was. Everybody was on board for that. Everybody was. <laughs> That's got to be. That had to be a really cool thing to be a part of. And I, and I watched that thing live. It was so exciting. Yeah. It was so fun. You just knew what he was doing. He was, he was going out there. He wanted to score every single point if yeah. he could. He wanted to, and they won the game. They wanted him to. Yeah, yeah. they wanted him to. Yeah, close game at the end. Uh, and that was, and, and I just found out yesterday because it was the first time that the TNT guys came back on the air since that happened. And and Shaq, you know, was he he, he talked for a while uh, about how he felt, and and unfortunately, that was the last day that he talked to Kobe was three three and a half years ago. Really, at his last game, that's he said that. that um, well, except for back, in, except person. for the back and forth they just had on 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 the Twitter not that long ago, going back about championships and how many you'd have if it wasn't for me and stuff like that and it was yeah. jokingly came out they both came out and said it was all kind of joking well no 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 Shaq totally believes yeah, what yeah he yeah. said and Kobe believes what he said but they're both past the yeah the, the, once again we talked about it before the that that overbearing confidence that mamba mentality can push other superstars and other teammates away from you because especially guys like Shaq who are you know, laid back, 
having fun, that kind of guy. And but it, also an alpha personality. An alpha personality and a hard worker. Don't don't just because he's laid back and likes to have fun doesn't mean he's not a hard worker. But not Kobe and right. n- not who Kobe was. But to see Shaq and and to see the things he said, you you realize you know these guys. There was respect there that was beyond any anything you could even imagine. Yeah, and, and Shaq talked about it, and they both talked about it. Was you know because of what they did together on the floor, they won three championships in a row. And and yeah. you know, and Shaq said, uh, you know, talking about man, we're never going to 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 joke at his retirement cere- or at his um Hall, his of Hall of Fame ceremony and talk about well, I had five and you had four, and yeah. and we could have won ten together and mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff and and. Uh, could you and, imagine if those guys could have got along? Yeah, I well, I hated those teams because I didn't like either one of those guys at that time. Yeah, I <laughs> and, I, yeah. and speaking of that, another guy I could not stand on that team was Rick Fox, and Rick Fox was in one of those reports early that he was on the helicopter too. Wow, I didn't hear that. Really. Yeah, people early Man. on, like one of the first reports said Rick Fox was another person on that. I didn't see that. Uh, can you imagine being Rick I never, Fox I and never, seeing that? Yeah. Like, oh, I was in a helicopter well, crash and I died today. Uh, the who whatever Cal it was in Calabasas, whatever county that is, the the sheriff's department actually. Uh, had has a, I'm sure TMZ's got a million lawsuits out against them or whatever. But is I don't know if they've got a lawsuit against them. But I heard they 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 were trying to pursue something because they started reporting this before they were ever able to contact. Yes, Vanessa and the family. Yes, and so this, you know, if you're and now, who knows? Maybe they didn't see any of it before the call. You don't you don't know. But I mean, that's it's a hard thing not to. Uh yeah. Uh, yeah, if it's reported by TMZ, it's going to be reported by everybody immediately. Yeah, you know, and if yeah, if if she found out that about her husband and her daughter, especially, uh, you know, from a TMZ report, uh, I would. I'll tell you, man. Media's the media's the media. I, we, that's besides the point. <laughs> it, that 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 gets on. Yeah, that goes on without it. Um, but I don't even. I don't even know. Okay, here here. Let me let me throw this one out at you. Um, it's kind of a dual thing. Uh, Mark Cuban mm-hmm. came out and retired, and, and he said no Maverick will ever wear the number twenty four. Yeah. Um, I had a guy when it happened. I had another one of my friends, you know, Mike Foster. Mm-hmm. He said uh, we were we were he got to the because right after lacrosse was we had we we were there and it moved right into a baseball clinic that was at the same place. So I had I was there for almost four hours. He was coming in with his kid for baseball, and he said, geez, oh, Pete, did you see this? And I was like, man, I know it. This is crazy. Like, I was in shock. I, I'm not going to lie to you. I was in shock. Absolutely. I didn't – there was nothing. Like, I didn't – I almost didn't believe it. Mm-hmm. Aaron looked at me and goes, I just got something saying Kobe Bryant died. And I was like, yeah, I, I'm, yeah, that just happened. And she goes, what? Nobody said anything? And I'm like, I, I mean, guy came over and told me but." I don't know like what I'm, to do. It, that's how I felt. I, I just didn't. I didn't know what to do. Anyway, so 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 my buddy comes up to me and he goes, "The fir- he said the first thing he did was text his dad and say the NBA should immediately come out and retire the number twenty four. Mm-hmm. And I looked at him and I said, "I hate to do this to you, man, because I know this is some." And once again, I was in a state of shock. Yeah, you know, I wasn't. I, I, this hadn't happened yet in my head. Mm-hmm. And the first thing I said was, "No, no, you can't." First off, Jackie Robinson in 42 is retired in baseball, right? There's reasons why. There's totally different reasons why that's retired forever. Correct. 
if you're not going to do that for somebody like Michael Jordan or or Kareem or uh, Wilt Chamberlain, you know, there's not very many people that are above Kobe. Let's be honest. Or even that are there's not very many people in that status because I don't want to say above or below. In that case, those guys are all up there. Mm-hmm. We'll just say that. But if you're, I mean, you can't just say okay, Kobe's going to that. That doesn't. I didn't like that. Yeah. Man, but then again, I start thinking of like Roberto Clemente, and, and it's the it's part of the reason you would do something like that is the tragedy factor of it. Yeah. And to keep the legend alive and things like that without ever being able to have another conversation with him or have another interview with him. I think I think to right now, I still believe no to the jersey to the NBA jersey retirement. I want to know what you think on that. And two, the other thing they say they've been talking about is Every award's got a name, and it's all named after somebody. The MVP award, the uh, All-Star MVP award, the Finals MVP award, they are all got names. Bill Russell. So so they're talking about, you know, make up an award for the, the hardest working guy, all these different things for Kobe. Uh, I'd, uh, be cool if, I'd say it's, it'd be cool if they didn't have a name yet but they all got names so it's hard to it's hard for me to say change take somebody off of off of it and make it something tell me right. what you think about those two and then i got another one after that as far as the jersey retirement goes um i i i i understand why you would say i don't know about that um because i don't know about that mm-hmm. uh it, it's a it's a Really incredibly awesome gesture, um, and Mark Cuban. But you is, can't make a knee jerk reaction for the NBA. Can't make a knee jerk reaction like that. It took baseball till, <laughs> till Jackie Robinson yeah, till was like gone. Was ago. out of was out of baseball for like thirty years before they did that. Anyway, yeah. go ahead. Um, so I um, I wouldn't I wouldn't be like opposed to it if they did it, um, but. You have to number one. You have to decide which number he was two numbers over his career. Yep. Which number is it going to be? Because you can't retire eight and twenty four for everybody. Like the Lakers did. <laughs> well, and, and the Mavericks well, only retired twenty four. Yeah, right. So that's that's fine. Maybe you make it. Maybe you make it uh, optional. Maybe you say, okay, come out with a statement and say, okay, every team has the option to retire that number if they want to or not. Maybe that makes you look bad if everybody starts doing it and you don't. I don't know. Um, but if you want to, fine. If you don't want to, fine. The other I'm thing with you is, on that. I, I, I think it's cool what Mark Cuban did. I think that's cool. I do too. And I think that's a cool like gesture. It. It's a really it, – the, 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 that is something that's it's pretty neat. But I don't think everybody needs to do it. I don't think it needs to be done in every stadium. I don't think you need to have a – anyway, that's beside no. I don't now, want, There are two guys that were wearing number eight. Uh, for their teams, and they they change their numbers, uh, like permanently. Uh, it was um, now nah, I'm gonna forget, of course. But anyway, and uh, Trey Young came out and had eight on when he yeah, when he stepped a, on the court. A couple of guys did wear different jersey numbers. Uh, I think Embiid wore 24. Yep, uh, Embiid, the other day. Embiid had 24. Somebody yeah. else wore somebody else wore 24 just for the first half, which I didn't understand. Well, that's kind of what that's what Trey Young did. He only wore eight. Did he? For a period of time because he ended the game with his normal jersey. I don't understand. Maybe there's some rule that I, I don't know. Or maybe it was really just, you know, that. just come out. You just come out with it. And, yeah, there and were there's guys. a superstition part of that, too, that these guys, you know, that's my, you know. I some think, of them might have been, okay, I'll wear the, I want to come out with eight, but I'm a, but but I still want to play this game. It's Yeah. Yeah, I think it was the Pistons that all wore uh, 
24 shirts or jerseys or something um, for the warm-ups or the, yeah. or the announcements or whatever. Um, so everybody's been doing different stuff. Um, another thing besides the jersey retirement is I just saw late, late last night that there have already been in like two days, there have already been over 2 million signatures on a petition to get Kobe to make Kobe the new NBA logo. That's what I was, that was going to be, I said, I got another one for you. That was going to be the next thing, the NBA logo and Jerry West. They didn't, I don't think they, did they ask? They, there was a big long thing. Jerry West loved Kobe Bryant and he, he's Jerry, been broken up about Jerry this. West. I've seen two different interviews with him and it was nonstop tears the whole time. He could, couldn't get through either interview. And Jerry West is obviously is, it's never come out and never been said, but the logo is, I mean, they've got all kinds of pictures and things. It looks like Jerry West, right? Oh, it is Jerry West. No, oh, I thought, there's oh, no I thought, I thought it. nobody, I thought it was never like actually oh, said. No. Oh no, it really is. His, okay. his nickname is the logo well, for that reason. Yeah. Right. Okay. So, <laughs> I mean, I, I, there you go. So things I don't know. So anyway, so would Jerry West be okay with losing and just knowing Jerry West, I don't think he cares at all about that. No, and and seeing how much he loved Kobe Bryant and how much he meant to him, if there's anybody that he would be okay with giving that up for, it's Kobe Bryant, sure. and it's right now. Yeah. Um. So it, it would be interesting. It would be weird just because but, I own but, so much. I, it's NBA. the only logo that I've known my whole life. Sure. And like I'm not. It's it's. I don't take change easily. Yeah. Well, <laughs> especially something I mean, that means a lot this, to right? me. But here's but here's my thing. So we've talked about this a lot, right? So, um, about about the low or, God bless America. I keep doing this where I got something really good that I want to say, and it had to do with Michael. Anyway, keep going. You don't like change. No. I, um. But I. It would be if if there's gonna be anybody, to take over as the logo. It could be Kobe because he is as big, like we were talking about, as big a superstar, an international. And by the way, that was David Stern, who you know had ju- just passed recently too. Sure, his big legacy was making the game international. And Kobe and, was a big ambassador of that and did it as well as anybody. Right, because he could speak every language. Yeah, um, but yeah, and he was, he was, he was beloved by people in every country it just as big as michael jordan was so michael jordan has a logo right the jordan logo Shaq, i mean the the two-handed dunk with the knees up by the chest that's that's you know when you see the outline of that that's Shaq. you just know it mm-hmm. chris mack has the uh, tattoo Oh, I didn't see the tattoo. What Chris Max got a tattoo? Oh, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. oh, he's got a Shaq, tattoo of Shaq. Shaq. I'm Shaq like Chris. What, what yeah. you, okay, Chris, <laughs> he's got. That's right. I've seen. It's like on his calf or something yeah. like that. In it, yeah. <laughs> uh, so anyway, uh, uh, Kobe, you know that shot, right? His his the shot, the way he the his his kind of form on that little fadeaway jumper or. I, what, what what would that logo look like? I saw a couple. I saw one thing where somebody had had something out on a on that you know red and blue spot, and it just looked like a guy taking a taking a shot. I could I didn't see Kobe Bryant every time I look at that. Like I know, like you see the jump man, you know Michael Jordan. Mm-hmm. I see uh, that logo, that Shaq. I I see Shaq. Yeah, I I don't know that it has to be a logo that he had though you know i i think it can be like I, i'm not I, saying I like a logo of him i'm saying like when you there's certain people where i think of them and i see a certain way like if i saw if i saw bill cartwright's shot mm-hmm. on a on a on a just a shadow i would know that's bill cartwright yeah <laughs> there, there's distinct features to the awkwardness of him definitely uh 
and, and you know, maybe maybe you got to get because Kobe's hand always seems so far extended out in front of himself. But everybody, it, there are things where if I saw the shot, I would say that's Kobe. But on just a picture, I don't know what I would take to make that. I, I think I can, and I, I think I might have seen the same one. And I, I thought it was, you know, it's a silhouette of Kobe and just taking a jumper, th- just knowing. Yeah, I mean, but I, I but I you would know. Everyone would then know. Though everyone would know it's Kobe. Um, and and it doesn't have to be that one specifically. You can find uh, you can find Kobe probably in any position you want to find him. A picture of that. And make that the silhouette yeah. in the in the NBA logo, um, and if you find the right one, maybe it needs to be kind of similar to the one that Jerry West has. You know, mm-hmm. um, if it's something there's a like lot that. of Kobe driving by people. That kind that's that's yeah. a those are those are good pictures, and mm-hmm. I don't know, man. That's that's something that's a that's that's a lot that's a lot of stuff going on with when it comes to retirements and awards and like you said it's change man it's change change doesn't take easy to a lot of people and knee-jerk reactions i say knee-jerk reaction like this isn't that big a deal this is a huge deal we decided we were you know this is huge but i i like to sit back and take time to think about certain things and if down the road it seems like the right thing to do dude i'm totally down for whatever don't get me wrong i'm up for it if it happens i'm not gonna be upset or anything like that but let's take a second and breathe, and 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 instead of just automatically wanting to give him something, let's just just remember the guy, man. Just that, that that's perfectly said. And I because we you and I talk about this all the time on this podcast. We're in the we're in the uh, culture of immediate gratification, and and you know everybody it's hot take. Yeah, yeah. That's everything is everything is right now and you know you have to overreact about everything right now and it would we definitely need to to bring some of that back in the kind of taking a step back giving yourself a minute thinking about perspective and and then make that decision so that's i I think that was perfectly said by you um definitely take some time take some time and then if you want to if you want to make that change maybe in the off season or something like that it's yeah. not so fresh where sure. you're just it seems like you're just you know and then you're in just, 5 years you're like and then 5 yeah, years michael know. jordan has a heart attack and you're like oh man uh, the logo needs to be michael jordan he's going to be old in 5 years <laughs> he's already old <laughs> yeah. but that's not the, what i'm saying is you know the great one you know the whatever you know so i don't know it's it's weird to me that that it it would be weird to me if Kobe Bryant had, and that once again, it's maybe it's not. It wouldn't be weird that Kobe would have something and Michael wouldn't, because part of this really is the 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 fact that he passed tragically early in life. Mm-hmm. That's part of it. I mean, Definitely. it is. And and I keep thinking about you know, like man, if Michael doesn't. It's not a comparison at that point in time, though. Man, Michael's still here. Michael's enjoying. Michael gets life. He does. Michael gets life. Yeah, the, the I mean, so Kobe getting an award, getting a logo, man, that's that still doesn't compare to having life. Yeah, so right. give it to him. I just changed my mind right here. <laughs> I just changed my mind. Let's do it. Do whatever. If I didn't change my mind on taking a, taking a second and thinking about it, but if it happens, to do it. I'm but, good. But but you're still using perspective and, and rational thinking, so that makes perfect sense. Yeah. I agree. Um, but yeah, I you know. I don't know. I give Kobe whatever he wants right now. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. No, I, I I shouldn't say it that way because that is just just you know being, no, but being silly about when it. When you but. think about it, I don't know. I don't know, man. <laughs> you know the one I kind of 
I just saw snap pictures of uh, guys from the Lakers getting off the bus, getting off the plane. Yeah. And all of them just getting the news. I don't know if they got the news while they were on the plane or maybe right when it landed or how it worked, you know, because I guess your phone's off even on private jets. Uh, I think I heard, I think I heard they were on the plane. When they got the news. All right. So then they were down, you know, they're off the plane. There's pictures of them on the tarmac or the runway or whatever that thing's called. And they're, you know, they're just, you could see him emo- getting emo- like the emotions going over his team. The teammates and guys like they said guys like Brandon Ingram, uh, who played that same day on Sunday night, and guys like uh, Lonzo Ball, who never played with Kobe, but Kobe was still a part of the Lakers. I mean, Kobe still came to things and did a lot when those guys were in the was were at the were with the Lakers still, and apparently had got, had had apparently they had really good relationships with him, mm-hmm. and. Uh, and it was, you know, it's just one of the, you know, one of those things where they, they, they said that that there was they didn't couldn't even they were playing, but it was like they never even played the game. It was like they were playing, and it, it they don't even know why they were out there. I was a little surprised that they didn't cancel those games on Sunday. I was surprised by that, it, um, it, because I can't imagine because there were so many guys, and that was part of the thing too. So fresh, he's just been his, gone for his, three years, his, four years. Yeah, and, and a huge part of his legacy was just in these three years that he's been retired. He's been so involved, like you said, he was he was go- he was planning on taking some time off from the game, and he didn't. He never did because he was so involved in the lives of the younger players, and especially the stars. And he was always, you know, giving advice. And and, and there were so many stars now that's that loved him. One yes. because they grew up watching him and two because they were at every all-star game with him they were in the playoffs against him and he was he was such a a a a giver of knowledge to these guys they all talk about the knowledge that he would forego just 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 uh freely you know he wasn't one of these guys that was uh, so unbelievable at at a sport but you know just kept it all to himself and didn't care about anybody else just wanted to do his thing he he would get like him and the the lebron him and lebron were were close and the the you hear when they were on the Olympic team together and and the way they interacted together was so it was so Larry Bird Michael Jordan or My, Magic Johnson sorry Magic Johnson Michael Jordan from the Dream Team esque mm-hmm. it's not even funny I went back uh just going back thinking I remember a documentary about that uh team with LeBron and Kobe that won an Olympic uh, gold medal and they had all kinds of these backstage things and they're on the bus and they're just making fun of Kobe and Kobe's giving it right back to LeBron and it was so they were having so much fun and it's a it's a I, I it's a day to celebrate it's a it's a it's a time to celebrate a guy uh mourning and grieving is a very difficult thing everybody goes through things different sure. however you know and, and it's so weird for me because I don't think of like the guy wasn't part of me. I never knew him. I never talked to him. I don't know. Any, but being sports people, like we, and so I think, like, man, I shouldn't have this. There should be no grieving process for me, right? You it, know it, what I mean? Yes. This guy's not personally known to me. I, I don't know him personally. But the bigger the superstar, the more personally you know them. I guess would be the way because they're more out there. And Kobe was getting more and more forthcoming with who he was and things like that after he retired. So there's so I can understand a slight grieving process for a lot of people. But for me, I think I like the celebration part of it, man. Mm-hmm. Celebrate this dude. Definitely, yeah. I, I agree with you. I've been thinking about that a lot the last couple of days. Is, you know, it doesn't seem fair that, um, you know, there's 
just nonstop media coverage for four days about him, his life, and his daughter, but definitely about him. And we now know the names of the people that were on the helicopter with him, yeah. but nobody knows about him. People aren't really talking much about him. And, and But it's much, much bigger in the f- lives of the family members of those people who are who who are still around yeah. that are their lives are completely changed suddenly um and it, it's uh it's weird to think that you know people who don't know like you said we didn't know Kobe personally of course but there is my days have been different for the last 4 days it's the truth, totally man. different it's like, the truth i i'm i'm st- not going to sleep like when I should because Man. I can't stop taking in cool. all this information and all the all the tributes and all the uh, just the stuff that people are posting about Kobe and and you know whatever more information as it comes out and uh so so then I I think it'd be good I I, I pulled it up we should we should mention everybody that that there's more than Go just ahead. them right so you obviously have Kobe and Gianna or Gigi or however they whatever she was known um but then you have uh, baseball coach John Altabelli, his wife Carrie, um, the a let's see, oh, and their daughter. So there was, so they did have their daughter on. I had I had that wrong. So it was mom and dad on there. Their daughter Alyssa, who played basketball with them, uh, mother and daughter Sarah and Peyton Chester, uh, Mamba Academy basketball coach Christina Mauser. And then the pilot was Ara Zob. I haven't heard this guy's name yet, so I don't know how to say it. And I feel bad, but I think it's Zobayan. Z O B A Y A N. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Ara Zobayan. Anyway, it's a lot of people, man. A lot of people. And I'm sure things like this happen every day. And it's more brought to life because of, because of who it was that was, you know, because of Kobe. But, you know, uh, thoughts, prayers, everything goes out to them. I can't. Uh, losing losing a mother a a a sister a dad a mom and dad the i i believe i saw there's one guy like i think that that dad and i can't remember somebody you know there was a son that came out and put something out there basically you know prayers and appreciate all the prayers he's basically alone now like yeah this dude's just it's just him he lost his family yeah um yeah i did hear uh, some of the some of the folks that from those families, um, I forget where it was, but somebody talked about you know this. Oh, I think it was Ernie Johnson. He said he was naming the people, and he said, you know, this mother and daughter passed away, and there's a you know a seven year old boy that lost a sister and a mother and a at mom. seven, you know, <laughs> yeah. or whatever. I you know, and he kind of like went through the family members that were that survived and. Um, and talked about those p those are the people that are most affected by this and that's where i I was kind of going there um it it was it's weird to think that we put you know kobe's death and his daughter's death on you know on a different level than those other people 
but it's only because we had never heard of these people before. That's it's exactly only right. It's nobody. I don't think you'll find anybody that says he his death or any of this stuff is more important. It's no. just the fact that we know him. Right. We I'm, this guy, this out to belly coach. I mean, there's a ton of things. MLB put a thing out there. He coached in the Cape Cod League, which is one of the biggest baseball leagues there is for summertime for summer baseball right. when you're in college. I mean, the guy. Uh, there's a ton of MLB players that are coming out with stuff about him, saying how influential he was in their lives. And, and yes, that's that's going to come out on other things. But Kobe was Kobe. He's one of the top five. I mean, he was arguably on the Mount Rushmore of of, of basketball, NBA players when we had this conversation. Yeah. You, you were argue, arguing having him as a top five player all time when he retired. Right. And so that's why he's going to get more love. And I, I, I do feel bad that that's what we talk about, but I don't think you'll find anybody that would not say these people's families and these people are as are as are, are just as important and the lives that have been impacted because of this are just as important as Vanessa and the other three kids. Correct. Girls. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, it, it, it's just, <laughs> it's just funny to think. And, and, and you know, people people can grieve over losing Kobe Bryant from the, from the public eye, because, you know, especially people who are like diehard Lakers fans from LA who grew up watching him and saw his whole career and like poor, because people poor, that's why athletes are regarded so highly in some people's lives, because people pour their time, money, energy, effort, emotion into their favorite teams and their favorite players so we do that i've done that certainly and that's a big part of why and 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 because you know we spend we purposely spend time kind of getting to know these guys on a personal level no there's probably a lot of stuff about kobe we don't know and we'll never know or any other athlete that we that we think we know really well and or adore but you do you spend those times and like i said i i was way i was bigger on listening to him speak about basketball and about life and about having that just mental toughness yes. and that grit yes. and just going after anything you and just being people keep talking about how um you know how curious he was like he just wanted to learn new things and get really good at them and know everything about them all the time, like just different, you know, he, yep. he just wanted to, to do big things and, and he put, poured his whole self into everything that he did. And that's inspiring. I mean, a lot of people do that, but you don't know about those people because they aren't covered in the media like Kobe Bryant is because of his basketball career. Right. Um, but but that's the thing. Like you, you know, I I I loved him more for that than for watching him make unbelievable shots over and yeah. over again, and and you know, winning games because of that, and, and and being one of the greatest, maybe the greatest scorer of all time. Sure. I'll never say he's the greatest player. Sure, but I could argue for the greatest scorer of all yeah. time. Yeah, um, who right now I would put the, I would say that's KD in our game right now. But I'd say of all time, I would give that to Kobe without a doubt. You can't stop Kevin Durant in any way, or maybe maybe it was Kevin Durant and now it's James Harden or something like that. But mm-hmm. none of them will ever well, I shouldn't say will ever be, but none of them are Kobe in the without a doubt. He could right. score any well, level. Here's the difference I think between them, and I'm not a rings guy for for an argument for who's better, but in that case. Those guys haven't done it 
haven't done it in the playoffs consistently and in the finals especially. They haven't yeah. won championships because they gave you games where they had, you know, 30, 30 yeah, thirty five <laughs> you know, thirty five or forty five points and, yeah. you know, seven rebounds and seven assists or whatever yeah. and, and, and four steals and stuff like that. I mean, those guys haven't done that in the finals and won championships yet by doing that. And and Kobe did it five times. And um it uh I don't know. I, I just not, I forget where I where I left off, but well, before I trailed off, but I have I got Vanessa Bryant's. She went to I guess she went earlier today. She went on to Instagram and posted. This is pretty long. I haven't read it yet. I don't know if we should read it or not. But she put a pretty big long thing on here for the first thing it said. My girls and I want to thank the millions of people who've shown support and love during this horrific time. Thank you for all the prayers. We definitely need them. We are completely devastated by the sudden loss of my adoring husband Kobe the amazing father of our children, and my beautiful, sweet Gianna. Uh, you know what? I don't think I'm going to be able to read this, so I'm just going to stop right yeah, there. It's, I don't think it's, I'm going to be able to listen to dude, you. Dude, it's... <laughs> I, it, it, no, it, I don't think I can do it. Yeah. So, these... So, there's three kids now that don't have a dad. Mm-hmm. 40, 41? Is that Our how old he was? Yep, he was 41. 41. Yep. So... Uh, you at a at a, at a young age, you lost you you lost a parent at forty two. There's mm-hmm. millions of people that could not relate to how this family has to cope for the rest of their life. Right. Um, I don't know if you're up for it, but it, what 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 do these people? What 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 are these people gonna have to do to get on? How long does it take to get on? Everybody's different, obviously, mm-hmm. but how? Uh, you know what I'm saying. I I know what you're saying, and uh, it, you're right. I think that's the big thing is everybody grieves differently and takes different amounts of time uh, to deal with losing somebody very close. You know, especially kind of suddenly uh, and at a young age and everything like that. Um, and it, it it does, and and I think you know I I keep coming back to this for some reason a lot lately. Um, but like it, the the saying that time heals heals all wounds. Yeah, it doesn't heal them completely um, because you never you know you go the rest of your life we'll without ha- that person. There's always going to be a scar. Sure. Um, but it, it it's uh it, it does it it takes different amounts of time for different people and and you know. There, I think his oldest daughter was, I think, 17 maybe or something like that. Um, and then I think Gianna was the second. And then, and then I think um, I think it's Natalia was and then, third. And, and then, then Capri, I believe. Capri, I want to say, yeah. yeah. And I can't think of the oldest name, <clears throat> the oldest girl's name now. But anyway, um, so, uh, you know, they're, they're – Natalia, Natalia, Bianca, and Capri. Bianca is the oldest. Right, Bianca's the I'm not oldest. sure. It just had three three yeah. girls listed. I can't I, I yeah. can't look at that thing anymore. I think <laughs> I think it's I think it's Bianca, Gianna, Natalia, and Capri. Um, but anyway, it, it, it's they're they're in really. I mean, that's that's tougher. I, you know, I was twenty one. You know, when my mm-hmm. mom passed away, but you know, my brother was eighteen. My sister was thirteen. Yeah. You know, I mean that that that's, was she. You know, my sisters had to deal with a longer life without her and and in those years i think that's the the those years are so impressionable that it's that's the big that's the big thing there 
Um, and that's and and he's there's three daughters. I mean, yeah, one's seventeen, but then there's two more that were younger mm-hmm. that are going to have to deal with the most impressionable years of their lives. And and think about how crazy this is going to be. The seven month old will never remember her father. Will never have a memory of her father. Never. And that and, 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 you know what? And that could make it easier, actually. <laughs> I, maybe it make maybe it makes it easier. Maybe but, for yeah. I, oh, geez, but pieces. it it. <laughs> I never one time thought about that. Yeah. It, um. And I can't remember how old Natalia is, but um. But she's at least old enough, I think, to have uh, memory or memories. Yeah. I'm sure at least right now she does. Sure. The whole thing is there's there's millions of people in this world that have no idea what they're going through, and there's millions of people in this world that are sitting back saying, gosh, I remember going through that. Mm-hmm. I had to go through that. And I'm not going to speak for you, but speaking for someone who's lo- who I lost my aunt when she was 42, your mom. Right. That I I think in my head, God, that was so hard for me, mm-hmm. and to sit back and think, the only like just a that is what I think about for them, yeah. the fact that there are so many people that will that 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 can relate can't relate, but that's that's the most difficult. That's the part, man. You lost a family member. My mom and dad are in their fifties. I've had them forever, and I you take uh you take for granted the time and the and the people in your life um and i i just you know these things like this happen and you you get on your phone and you send a text out to you know people you love and and you just say love you and stuff like that and mm-hmm. friends family and everybody but uh just uh, you can say it all you want and in 3 weeks You'll go right back to your life the way you lived, but yes. if there, if there's ever a time, man, take the time, it, it, take the time, send that text, make that phone call to me. Make that phone call. Mm-hmm. I try to every once in a while give my mom a call anyway, and just out of the blue on a random Wednesday, mm-hmm. and just say, "Hey, just want to call and tell you I love you," and that's it. Yeah, and I think that's so important. Um, in life, no matter what's going on with you and a family member or anything like that. Aaron, my wife had a, had a guy she worked with and Aaron would complain about something I did. And he would look at her and say, think about what you're upset about. Mm -hmm. How mad are you going to be in 10 minutes? Mm -hmm. How mad are you going to be in 10 months? Or it was 10 days, 10 months, 10 years. How mad are you going to be in 10 days? Yeah. How mad are you going to be in 10 years? How how is this how how big is this going to be in ten years? Mm-hmm. Not even going to remember it. You're most not going to remember it. Yeah, I I I know that it's impossible for people. I try to look at things that way. I'm not very good at it because there are times I blow up off the handle just as fast as anybody, especially when you're in everyday life with kids and people. You know, kids don't listen to me, and I absolutely <laughs> go bananas and stuff like that. But, um. Uh, I, I, I like to think I try to do that as much as possible and stay laid back and try not to make things irritate me, uh, as much as, as maybe other people will. And that's the only thing I, I, I take out of stuff like this is, man, just sit back and think, think about things and think about the people in your life. And even if you're in the middle of a fight with somebody, that you're not talking to. Think about why you're not doing it. Think about the reason why. And maybe this is the time to make a phone call. You may never see that person again. Just 
Is that how you want to end it? That's I hate to say stuff like that, but that's what that's what stuff like this makes me think. Definitely, and it I think it makes probably almost everybody think that way. And you know that's one of the things. Like, it, of course, this isn't a good thing at all. But if there's anything you can get out of it, and I, if if Kobe is the way that people have been talking about, and the way that we kind of have seen him. He would want you to learn something. One hundred percent, no and, doubt about that. And, and and you know, and if it's if that's all it is, if it's hey, don't forget the the people who and and Shaq, that was a big part of his whole thing yesterday when they when they went on the air was talking about that. Like he said, you know, he he was talking about the the guys that he works with, Kenny, Ernie, and Charles, and talking about you know, I I I don't talk to you guys as much as I need to. You know, and he's like, I, he's like, we, we come here and, and work and laugh and have fun. And then, you know, I go home and it's, you know, he talked about because he just lost his, his sister recently. Yeah. And he was off for a little while for that. And then, you know, he's like, I, I still go home every night and I just, reality sets back in. And I, I think about my sister and I'm, you know, I'm not, I'm not this big, happy, fun guy anymore. I, you know, it's just, it hits me and it, and it hurts. And, and he said, and now this, and you know, he said, it, but it, it does make me, you know, think I, I need to, and that's when he's talked about how, you know, that was, and maybe, maybe they, maybe they texted a couple of times or something like that. And um, he did talk about Sharif, his son, who was playing at UCLA, who's now, I think in the transfer portal or whatever, and he's, mm -hmm. he's going to leave, but he's, he's going to be in the NBA probably in a couple of years. Cause he was hurt last year, um, which is the only reason he's going to go back to college. I think, um, but he, he uh, Kobe texted him that morning before they left. Kobe texts Sharif O'Neal, um, I guess after he found out that Sharif is going to leave UCLA. Um, now, he, uh, everybody knows why he's leaving UCLA. It's because of McCronin. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, I don't know why I would make a joke there. But anyway, well, um, it's, but it's it really okay. is it's happening. Okay. But that okay. really It's okay to have a giggle every now and then. That really is happening. And he texted him and said, you good? Uh, that's you know pretty much what Kobe texted him, and, and Sharif said that he uh, that he texted him back and said, "Yeah, I'm 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 good. I'm just you know get, trying to get this work in or whatever, and um, trying to trying to get better." And um, and he he said something. I think he said something back like, "Are you good?" or "How's everything going?" or something like that. And he said Kobe never texted him back. So um, and that must have been early in the morning because I think that the crash actually happened shortly before ten o'clock. Um, Pacific time, right? I think, yeah, I guess Pacific time. 11, 12, 1. That would make sense, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because it um, was 2.30 when, when I started really hearing stuff. Right, yeah. Um, so, uh, but he so but he reached out, and that's what he was talking about. He said, you know, Shaq was like, you know, that's what I try, I try to do that with, with Kenny's kids. And, and with uh, uh, D. Wade was with him mm -hmm. uh, the other day, too. And with D. Wade's kids, he said, I, I come up to him, and I don't know if they know me as a basketball player. It doesn't matter. He said, I go up to him and say, hi, I'm Uncle Shaq. How are you? You know, and he, he's everybody's uncle, and he's mm -hmm. he loves everybody's kids. And he said Kobe was that way, too. He was he was checking up on his kids. You yeah. know, even, even though they hadn't spoken, at least in person, uh, since – Kobe's last game you know and Shaq showed up for it and they yeah. you know they hugged and all that kind of stuff and and Shaq was you know super complimentary the whole time and and they've talked and, and that was the other thing is he mentioned that that thing which I love and I wish they would do more episodes of it but I don't know if it was NBA TV or it might have been TNT they got them together and had them sit down and and they made a show about you know and they had them have a conversation about yeah. all the stuff that happened in LA and all that kind of stuff. And, and, and they, Man, 
hash some stuff out, but I feel like they did it up a little bit for the camera. Oh, sure, yeah. You know, and I could tell I feel I felt like I could tell in facial expressions sometimes like you know, they were just kind of agreeing to agree and yeah. they still may may have had a little thing, but they always both talked about, look, we were both we both thought we should have been the guy and we neither one of us were mature enough, I guess, to to um you know, concede to the other one enough to where we could make it work out. You could say they were the best two players in the NBA at that time. You could make an argument yeah. for that. Yeah. That they were the two most dominant best basketball players in the NBA at the time and they're on the same yeah. team. So yeah, that's tough, man. It was the first part of the two thousands and it was actually I think when Michael Jordan was on the Wizards. I was just I mean, and I'm not and, saying uh, Michael Jordan was bad at the time. I'm just saying no. Michael wasn't Mike wasn't the Michael of the ninety of ninety through ninety six. Right. Yeah. Ninety seven. Right. Um so so <laughs> but they talked about uh they talked about Shaq talked about he was happy that they that TNT put that together for them because they at least got to talk about it and and they at least addressed it and then after after that their relationship got better mm-hmm. and uh, so so that's a that's a really cool thing and that's what he talked about and that's what you were talking about is is whatever you got going on with somebody put it in perspective that, that's a, that's a huge thing that's something I've in the last couple of years have really tried to adopt is perspective because. Like you said, it's so easy everyday life. There's frustration after frustration, you know, difficult things constantly in your life come up. Some of them are huge. Some of them are small. But, you know, all of them together, one after another is, you know, can really weigh on you. And a lot of times you, you, it just builds and builds and builds. And then at some point you just lose your mind and you blow up and it's, you know, a horrible thing for a while. And then it kind of gets back to normal. And you, then you realize even, and, and then, and then you realize, Oh geez, what, a, what was right. I doing? Yeah. Right. It's and a little it, overboard, but yeah. So, so it is, it, it's easy when I, I really try to do it and it's not easy to do, but when you're in the middle of getting really upset about something, if you just think about the word perspective, and then what it means, and you're like, okay, how important is this? What does it really mean? Look at the the macro, the big picture of my entire life. Where does this fall in the grand scheme of everything? And almost every time you can say, okay, you know what? Mm-hmm. I'm at work. I have to do this extra little thing for work. Yeah, it's aggravating right now in the pro in in my day, but how much does this really, should this really make me upset? And that was a great thing that you said about, about um, Aaron's coworkers, you know, think about 10 minutes from now and then 10 days from now and 10 weeks and months and years. How are you going to feel about it then? If it's not worth worrying about then it's really not worth worrying about that much now. Right. And so I don't know, uh, but perspective, definitely you get it from any time you, you know, a tragedy happens of any kind, whether it's a, an athlete or a celebrity dying or just, you know, like, like the nine 11 stuff, yep. um, any, anything like that. Uh, it, it, it just, it does, it, it, it helps bring people perspective at least for a short time, Yeah. but even for a short time, that's fine. If that's, if that helps people, uh, remember, you know, how to, how to think about stuff a little bit better and, and make things a little bit better and maybe improve some relationships, then, you know, good. That's a good thing. We'll call uh, – there was one other thing I was just going to say that we'll call it – we'll call that, you know, Kobe. 
you know what I mean forget perspective just put it in Kobe right just put it in just put it in, just put, put, it, put, it, put it in Kobe no <laughs> but as I was thinking that like how could I how could I say that and get Adam to giggle a little bit I just thought in my head how about uh, the 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 uh, I, I, well, you talk about the role of a legend and you talk about uh, who who how Kobe was on a on a not just a national but a a planet wide thing. There was an entire and Snapchats all over the world, right? Snapchats huge. Mm-hmm. There's an entire generation of kids that saw never saw Kobe play because they were too little to pay attention and now they're growing up and they're 10, 11, 12, 13 years old and you know they got to see Kobe for a little bit but when they in not their formative years and there's a whole generation of kids just taking paper and socks throwing them into baskets and just yell and just saying Kobe Kobe I was at I was at um a uh high school graduation last year and and somebody had a little ping pong ball or something then like they were playing they were playing fake beer pong it was fake because my kid was playing too there was just juice in the cups but somebody made one and he goes kobe and i was like you don't think about it then but you think no like man you never watched you never really even watched kobe bryant you know what i mean yeah you don't know who kobe bryant you don't but then again it hasn't been that long but you didn't know the kobe bryant you knew the end of the you you knew the end of kobe bryant the frustration lakers that he was so frustrated with and and the 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 teammates that said he just was a ball hog and things like that you know that kobe bryant you don't know kobe yeah that's kobe though you know kobe it, it's funny because um, big shot Kobe. Yeah, that 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 is like a it's a pop culture thing, really. It is. It is pop culture. That's perfect. That's exactly it, what it is. And, and because people don't even know Kobe Bryant is do that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. That's what made me think of that. And, and uh, it's funny. That I did. I had no idea. I think I was oblivious to that as a thing for a lot of years while it was happening, because I was so I worked at the at the ballpark at Great American Ballpark. Yeah. From uh, it was it was thirteen two thousand thirteen fourteen and fifteen baseball season. Has this been going along that long? I thought the Kobe thing was just like the last couple of years. No, it's been going on way longer than that. Oh, see, that so tells you how oblivious two, I am. Yeah, I just two thousand thirteen, <laughs> two thousand thirteen, which is seven years ago now. I started working at the ballpark, and I was I was the old man on staff as far as our department. Sure, went, right. So I was like thirty when I was doing that, and. Everybody else was 20, 21, 22. between like yeah sixteen and twenty two, so um, but but so there were a bunch of these guys that were in college and and uh, one guy said one guy shot so we worked on the wiffle ball field remember yeah. that and and we had this basket full of wiffle balls that we would pitch to the kids and he picked one up and we would always try to shoot him into the thing yeah. and the one the, the one guy that was a, a good friend of mine for a while was he said Kobe he he shot it and said Kobe. And um, and I said something like about Michael uh, being yeah, better, or yeah. like or something like that. And and he like kind of had to explain to me that's a thing, you know. Yeah, you like, just you, yeah, you've never you, heard of that. Yeah, when you throw up the shot, and, and you I'm say like, Kobe. what, Kobe? Why would it be Kobe? There are so many other, you know. And it's it, for me, it's definitely Michael, you sure. know. But but I found out at that time that that was a a, a thing like a, a just a thing that people like you said probably didn't even really know kids who probably, Kobe was kids probably don't even people probably don't even know anything about Kobe Bryant and they're throwing socks into hampers and stuff like that yelling Kobe yeah social media know. is a funny thing it can it, every, something the silliest sometimes dumbest things become really popular for a short time or for a while 
because somebody because everybody just starts doing it on social media so that's probably how it started but um i don't mind that one so much anymore yeah i'm with you i'm with you man i gotta tell you i had all this stuff written down and we just about hit everything except for tiger which wasn't that big well we actually i meant to talk about that when we talked about namor and them tiger said he heard people were saying do it for kobe do it for kobe mm-hmm. or do it for mamba mm-hmm. is what he said do it for mamba and uh, he said he's walking by. What is, what's going on? Why do people keep yelling that out? What is going on? And then he found out at the end. And, you know, that's one of those things, man. It's you talk about that Kobe Bryant group. You know, perhaps the you know as great as he was, and obviously Tiger Woods as great as he was. So that's uh, just another, just another one. Yeah, I think I got everything else. We we've hit just about everything. You got anything else on Kobe that you want to? This whole this is all. We're not doing the comedy special today. We're not doing anything. This is Kobe, Kobe, and Kobe, Kobe special. And uh, that's all. I mean, it's probably just going to be called Kobe. And um, I don't know, man. There's got to be some kind of final finalization. Do you have any final finalizing thoughts? Finalizing final thoughts. Before we get out of here, I think we hit pretty much everything, but yeah, no, I, I just, you know, I, I hate to feels really selfish, but, um, like I said, all this, all the stuff that people have put on, you know, people have made these, I saw an amazing thing today that was, um, it looked like a drawing. I don't know if it was actually from a photo that they had or what, but it was, um, it was Kobe, and I, I think it, it must have just been a drawing that somebody came up with, in, uh, an idea that somebody came up with in their head, but it was Kobe standing there, I think in his Lakers stuff, um, like with his arms around Gianna and her arms around him, and they're looking at each other, and above him, it, they're like on a basketball court, and above, like kind of in the background, but above him is the hoop, and it's kind of a dark, darker picture, uh, that those two and then the rest of it's kind of darker and then the rim is just above his head and it's glowing like, like a, a halo. halo yeah and that was pretty neat um but yeah all the 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 stuff that really 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 has gotten to me uh the last four days is all the stuff with him and her specifically That's together cute. dude having daughters and seeing this whole dad dead uh or girl dead hashtag going trending and all that it's uh I'm going to tell you right now, I mean, my daughters are only three years old. They're not getting into anything crazy, but that's a, you know, that's a, that's a, that is a big part of what, man, for like two days, that's all I could think about. I'm sure. Was sitting in a helicopter with my daughters or a daughter and knowing that helicopter's going down and just to have to look in their eyes and. We talk about a guy getting lost early at 42. Jesus, Lord, man. There's three little 13-year-old girls that got lost in this thing. Yeah. And I know, I think that's my biggest thing on a final, to, to finalize it out, is is just thoughts, prayers, not only to the Bryants and the others involved in the crash, but just anybody that's lost people too soon in their lives. I mean, loss happens every day. There, There's... I think there's something to be said about sudden loss that that's just a little bit more difficult than I'm not saying by far. I'm not saying that that's any more difficult or any, anything like that, but you know, any loss is, is difficult no matter when it happens. But, uh, just anybody that's lost anybody, man, we're, you know, which is just about everybody. I'm not thinking about you. 
but I'm praying, you know, there's just prayers out there for everybody, man. That's all I can say. Yeah. I don't know how much prayer works. Like, I'm not going to lie to you, dude. <laughs> I sit down. I told you I told you what I do to get make my son go to sleep. <laughs> right. I say Hail Mary and Our Father back to back <laughs> 10 times in a row, and he's asleep. That's liter- He literally says, will you say prayers tonight? And I say, sure. How many times? He says 10. I say 10 times, old boys sleep by and get up and get out of there. Uh, but I, I got to, I, you know, I, I, I ain't going to lie to you. I got a little... You know, I think I think if anything, it's just the fact that I that I, that that when you're praying for somebody or you're praying about something that you're thinking about it, and I think that's the biggest thing. So thoughts, prayers, however you want to go about it. Anybody with loss in their life, especially recently, uh, yeah, that's yeah. that's all I got, buddy. Yep, yep, that's all I've got too. Um, that's you know we 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 kind of move forward without Kobe Bryant, but we still get to thank God for, for the power of the, 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 um, the, the miracle of media and electronics that can capture so much of his life that we can still enjoy for a long time. Exactly. That we can go back and and watch and enjoy and uh, yeah, all that good stuff. I I think my, uh, I think my, my, my uh, Kobe, my, what do they say? What is it called? My my ode to Cody, Kobe Bryant. I'm not saying anything at the end of this podcast. Hello, everyone. I'm so sorry I can't be with you tonight. However, I couldn't completely miss the chance to take a moment to share some thoughts with all of you. The lesson I cherish the most is how important it is to love what you do. If you love what you do and it's making you happy, all the hard work and perseverance will pay off. I once had a guidance counselor tell me that I shouldn't play basketball, uh, that it would never amount to anything for me. His negativity towards me made me stronger. You can't stop people from trying to limit your dreams, but you can stop it from becoming a reality. Your dreams are up to you. I encourage you to always be curious, always seek out things you love, and always work hard once you find it. So with that, I'll let you carry on with your evening. Please know I'm thinking of you, supporting you, and encouraging you. 